With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to Damn It with me, Beaver. Tonight, I have some wonderful people who are joining us. You might know Rusty, who is on Off Track Syndicate, and Chris, who is also on Off Track Syndicate. You can hear that on Mojo 5 8 p.m. Sundays, Eastern Time. And then we also have a newcomer, uh, the one, the only pickled squirrel who is also Casey you might have heard me speak about her in some of the stories I've told about my dad and another person you will might recognize from previous shows which is SoCal hello everybody good evening evening thank you Rusty for the soundtrack (laughs) (laughs) I've already lost control so let's dive in I thought I was reading actually this article about something that somebody posted on Reddit, which I thought it's a really serious topic. And I asked certain people to be here tonight, especially Chris, because he is a father and a husband. Uh, And this is just when I read this, I had a lot of bad thoughts that went through my brain, but maybe I need to hear it from a man's perspective. And you know, Rusty is also a father and a husband. SoCal is just whoever she is. Casey has children and is a wife. So let's see. You can do this husband, wife, however, but I'm going to read the story to you. Now, this is actually the post as he wrote it, and then you guys can respond. This is the hardest thing I've ever had, I've ever been through in my life. Both my wife and I are in our early 30s and have a two year old daughter. This February, we unfortunately found out that my wife has breast cancer. She had a mastectomy, removal of her breast, and is still going through chemo, and she is bald. I always thought I loved my wife. She is the sweetest, kindest person I know, and she's done so much for me. But I'm not attracted to her anymore. I know she knows because we haven't had sex in two months, and I can see the pain in her eyes. I hate to say this, but she now disgusts me. I just want her to understand that it isn't because she's a bad person. It's just that a man, as a man, I want someone I'm attracted to. I don't know whether I should make something up and say I've been wanting to get divorced for a long time or just tell the truth. I also don't want my little daughter going up to hate me for this, but I'm sure her mother will tell her I'm a horrible person. Then again, I don't know if I want to be in my daughter's life either. She might grow up to be unhealthy like her mother and what guy wants to be tied to unhealthy females. We aren't programmed that way by evolution. Although I'll have no problem paying a reasonable amount of child support. Chris, I would like you to respond first. 
why would you lead this off with something that's going to make me come very close to saying words that I'm not supposed to say? I'm thinking that we might be able to edit those out. But oh, Lord. I, I mean, as a father and a husband, what is it that goes through your mind when you hear this? The person who posted this is a sack of crap and has been looking to get out of this relationship for longer than his wife has had cancer. That's my thought, too. But to even say that he doesn't want to be a part of his child's life because she might be unhealthy. I mean, seriously, what kind of selfish like he's selfish. He's absolutely selfish. Um, I just this just this set me off. It has to be borderline sociopath. I mean, seriously. Uh, what what happened? So obviously, the vows uh, meant absolutely nothing to this pathetic jerk. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, yeah, for better or for worse. In sickness, really? and in health. Sickness and in health. I mean, come on. Seriously. Nah, he's, a, he's a he's a self-centered, sorry piece of crap, and he needs his ass kicked. When I read Maybe. this, all I keep thinking is my mom had cancer four times. And not one time did my dad ever consider leaving her. In fact, the first time she had cancer and it was stage four, she worked three jobs to pay for all of the stuff that the insurance wouldn't cover because it was experimental. I mean, he did everything he could to keep her alive. And then I see this and I'm like, what? Karma needs to come back and smack this guy up the ass. That's all I'm saying. Even if you had stopped just at the point where he says, well, I think I want to get divorced because I'm not attracted to my wife anymore. Excluding the part about, well, I don't care about my kid now either. I still would have gone with he's selfish and he's been looking to get out of this relationship for longer than she's had cancer. You, you, you go into a marriage, you go into a relationship with another person, you put their needs before yours you're going into marriage to love and serve that other person, whoever you are, whether you're the wife or you're the husband, that's how it is. Especially when they get sick, especially when they get cancer, when they don't have the ability to do the things for themselves, they, they could otherwise have done. Mm-hmm. That's when you step up and be a, mm, you be a man, be a man. Yes. <laughs> I, I, sorry, I stopped myself. Uh, you have to be a man and, do what you can for this other person to show how much you care. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the uh, being attracted to another person is not simply just strictly your your uh, how they are physically. Mm-hmm. You have you you should have developed a relationship there that pairs along with it and makes it all that much stronger. All right, ladies, uh, let's start with Casey. Casey, what do you think when you hear this? Wow. Um. He, he almost had me, you know, I could, it's, it's very hard to be a caretaker for somebody. And I can understand that you're, I can understand that your thoughts kind of, you know, might go a little wild, but as you read, as you read that story, I'm thinking, oh, this not cool, you know? And then the part about his daughter. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe maybe it might be best for everybody for this guy just to hit the bricks. Mm-hmm. She obviously deserves better. Absolutely. So Cal, Jen, what do you want to say? Yeah. So we all know he's a dirtbag. We get that. Um, 
and the fact that you were blessed enough to have a child and that you're just willing to toss that child because they might get sick like that. Um, that's terrible, but I'm going, I'm going to look just for a moment at the woman's perspective, how much he, I guarantee traumatized her. It's already, it's already hard enough that she's battling something that's a terrible disease and has taken many, many lives. But when you battle it and somebody uh, that just honestly breaks my heart, that somebody just makes you feel that much worse. Like now something's wrong with you. Even if you, like you said, your mom had cancer four times, beat it four times, which is flipping amazing. But to sit there and tell somebody, yeah, I'm not attracted to you. I get guys have needs. Everybody has needs, by the way. It's not just the guy, but you just literally traumatized that woman and that child for your own selfish needs. And, and to me, that just breaks my heart, honestly. Well, well, not only is this woman fighting, fighting a war against cancer, she's now on a multi-front battlefield. You know, she's got to fight against her, you know, disgusting piece of crap husband. I don't, I don't even want to call him that, you know, she's got to fight for her daughter. She's got to fight for her life. I mean, my goodness, that, that's, that just blows my mind. It, it does and blow my she, mind too. And she still has to not only do that, Casey, but she has to now teach this daughter that no matter what you go through, you got to stand up and keep fighting. You know what I mean? Don't right. Like it's a it's a whole nother layer of stuff. Mm. Right. It's just, that's just awful. It's just awful. It, Absolutely it, awful. It's seriously. It's seriously showing a uh, a a pattern uh of when i said sociopathic it i mean that's that seriously that or even even psychopathic which people think well psychopaths are well it's because they have absolutely no uh empathy at all for another life and anything you know and so i mean maybe this is a good thing that he is choosing this uh to get away from him and not a little further down the road and in a different situation where he can't get out so easy, so maybe he kills them. Yeah, I just... I mean, literally, that that's... You're right. I mean, uh, I mean, murder-suicides happen, you know, murders happen. It's just horrible. But to me, to have someone say that they don't love you because of physical appearance anymore, it's... I just, I feel like they're, like uh, Chris has said, that it there is definitely more to this. There was... Um, he wanted out, but this is his out and he's choosing a horrible time to do this at the time where she needs someone to lean on someone to be there for her, someone to do what needs to be done while she's struggling with her life. He's abandoning her. And that is like the most horrible thing. I actually worked with a woman who was uh, given a disease, had diagnosed with a disease after many, many trials of stuff. And her husband had an affair and left her while she was being diagnosed and trying to come with this disease that's going to cripple her eventually. He left her. I, I mean, it happens and it's unfortunate. Uh, I, I, I'm actually blessed enough to have a husband I know that would stand by me and do what needs to be done because that's what a man does. All right, we're going to, the other topics we're talking about 
are actually going to be a little bit more funny, a little bit more uh, not as heavy as this. How can you get more funny than this? I mean, mean, cancer is a riot. I've been through it four times with my mom, but uh, let's get on to something else. Relationships. Now we all know relationships. They can be good. They can be bad. I have a great relationship. In fact, I married 15 years this week, July 7th. Yay, me. Oh. Um, <laughs> but here's one. Uh, this is kind of a guy thing, I guess, uh, because it's about a girlfriend and what she did to him. Uh, my girlfriend told me the week before I left for college that I got her pregnant. Knowing that we were not going to date long distance, she sent me a picture of a positive pregnancy test that looked like it was cropped. So I literally did a Google search for positive pregnancy test, and it was one of the first images that popped up. I made her come over and take another one, and it was negative, and she left. What do you think, guys? Um, I don't know. More this... stories on selfish people. Right, yeah. <laughs> selfish, um, manipulative. Uh, yeah, I guess that's a good thing that uh, he had... He had doubts, of, but, you know, for somebody to have doubts, I, I don't know what the timeline was, but pretty much that quickly, he knew something was wrong before the pregnancy thing came up. He's like, nah, I don't know if I believe her. Yeah, so, right. I had a vasectomy, so I definitely know it's not my baby. No kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it doesn't when actually you, give any more information. When you instantly go to, let's photo search this, this image to see if it's ever shown up on the internet before. Mm-hmm. You definitely have to. Yep. There was definitely questions in that relationship. There's something there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's people. It's people like this that make a bad name for others. You know, I don't care if it's boy or girl. It doesn't matter. Matter the gender. It's people like this that make a bad name and just like, ah, yeah. Especially, especially girls though. Good grief. Sorry. Let me mute. Yes, please be quiet, Jen. Don't make me tell Jen's you again. Through. <laughs> <laughs> uh, see, I didn't even have to mute her this time. She muted herself. She just knows better. <laughs> no, girls like girls like this really irritate me. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess it comes. It honestly comes down to the point where I, I've coined this. I've coined this phrase: "Make sex sacred again." You know, we, you know, believe we all know it. Sex is fun. Sex is, you know, it's, it's nice, but it comes with a ton of responsibilities. Right. And if you put tab A into slot B, eventually you'll get little box C. Chris, why are you thinking about this? Do you need a visual? (laughs) No, (laughs) ma'am. I mean, you're a dad, so I believe you know how it works, right? But it seemed like you were thinking about the, uh, it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. anatomy. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That, that is a big thing. I think a lot of people uh, don't think about what happens the next day. Uh, and when you do make, uh, when you do have sex and you put the emotion behind it, it means so much more than just going out and finding a one night stand. And maybe in this situation for this particular poster, it was not so much a matter of, oh, well, she's lied before and maybe, you know, I don't believe any of that stuff or so much as, you know, I took precautions 
when we did that stuff. And so I really doubt this is true. So I'm going to dig deeper into this kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So maybe this poster was smart and had, well, obviously had a head on his shoulders a bit to look the stuff up, but there might've been other reasons. Yeah. I, the whole Photoshop thing, when he said it looked Photoshopped and I'm like, how do you know it looks Photoshopped? Do you know like the counter wasn't hers or, you know, how close were you that you knew all the counters in her house or something? It's just something different, but yes. All right. So, um, this one is interesting and I don't know how this becomes about or how you become this untrusting. Um, one of my exes was convinced that I was cheating on her with both my mother and sister. Oh, you know what, Rusty, you probably can explain this to me. You're from Alabama. So <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Jerry. Jerry. Right. Wow. <laughs> Sorry. You know I'm right. So whenever I spent time alone <laughs> with either of them, I was bombarded with text messages and phone calls. When my mother, sister, and I went on a family vacation to New York City, she was insistent that I was sleep in the hotel fire escape because she thought I was going to have sex with them. Uh, oh, yeah. She also thought when I talked to my sister on the phone, my tone of tone of voice suggested that I was trying to seduce her into having phone sex. Wow. Um. All right. So the, the very first thing that uh, came to mind was uh, something something has happened to this girl and probably something similar. That's why she is projecting it upon him so readily i mean i would never think that my boyfriend would be sleeping with his mom or his sister but you're right now that you say that i'm thinking maybe she was molested as a child or something like that by a family member and that's why she thinks this is possible or like i said she grew up in alabama i don't know um but when i read that i was like I wonder if she knows Brad Staggs. Anyway. Um, <laughs> I'll, have to ask I'll have to ask him. Uh, it's just an interesting one that I have found very... I was confused by it because I'm thinking, why would anybody ever think that you're sleeping with your relation? Well, you know, and it's a thing that, that comes to mind uh, when you're reading all this stuff is, I mean, really, how, how true... Do you think the story actually is? You don't think that uh, somebody is trying to maybe come up with a story that uh, is going to make them uh, internet famous for 15 minutes? You know, it's like, oh, my girlfriend thought I was going to be sleeping with my sister and my mother. Well, your penthouse yeah, that's forum. A good point. <laughs> yeah, you know? you're right. I don't know if any of these stories are true. They could all be bogus. The guy that wants to leave his wife because of the cancer, the faking of the thing, whatever. I mean, but why would you want to read this of a story can I put out there? Negativity. I wouldn't. But it. I, I feel like there's some details in here that makes me want to believe that it's something that might have happened. And we all know bitches be crazy, right? Well, you don't if it's on the internet, crazy. it's true. <laughs> right. Well, so. and, and right, just like uh, Chris was saying, a dear penthouse form, you know, every one of those stories was true. Were they? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> You know, so yeah. So the one no, about just... you and your cousin? Absolutely. All right. Good to know. Good to know. Second cousin. Second cousin. Let's, you know. So I just want to. That was the best pizza I ever had. 
Yeah. Right? <laughs> right? Well, I'm going to tell you that if you're traveling, you should probably go to MyPillow.com and get a MyPillow travel pillow. You can use the promo code Mojo50 and get amazing discounts because if you're traveling, you want to travel in comfort. And then when you're home, you should get the MyPillow mattress topper, the MyPillow sheets, the MyPillow slippers, all that MyPillow stuff that will make you comfortable and feel like you're still on vacation, but you're in your own home. So go to MyPillow.com and use the promo code Mojo50 for amazing discounts. Anybody else before we move on? Actually, do we want to move on? Yeah, we have enough time. So this one, speaking of cancer and how funny it is, my high school girlfriend told me she had cancer after our first date. She asked me not to tell anyone and that her parents got really upset if it was mentioned so to not talk about it with anyone. I dated her for six months. She turned herself anorexic to appear sickly. Once I started making friends, no one understood why I was with her and I kept her secret. When I finally put two and two together, after she told me she was going in for chemo on a Monday, she said she wasn't going to be at school for at least a week. I caught her trying to hide from me before the first class and asked her how her chemo went. She said it went so well that all her hair fell out, but they sewed it all together and sewed the wig to her head. Mm. Brilliant. I am pretty uh, sure that they don't sew wigs to your head. This is not no. Joe Dirt. Not no. if you're alive. <laughs> this is not Joe Dirt. <laughs> mm. I don't know that I'd ever want to make up a lie to be with somebody or to make them feel s- s- empathy for me. What is it with these teenage girls? I, I don't understand this. I, this is... I'm really kind of happy that, you know, that my girls go to a small country school, you know, um, my oldest who is almost 17. I don't know how that happened. You know, she's really, she's got a great group of friends, you know, which include boys. Um, She's not, she's not very boy crazy. I mean, which honestly I'm pretty thankful for because Mm -hmm. there's, there's too much else to do. I mean, this is sad. I think it's a lack of self-confidence. And a lack of of self-worth. Right. I mean, these, these, uh, in this case, I'll just say this girl, uh, people in general don't have a feeling of their own worth. And so they go out there. Oh, I'm going to, after you said, after the first date, she came up with this story about having cancer and going through chemo and that kind of stuff. That was just, oh, I, I, I'm not going to be able to hang on to this guy unless I give them a reason to, to, uh, uh, you know, stick around, mm-hmm. uh, trick them in, trick them into sticking around. So I, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's a lack of self-worth and, uh, belief in yourself. Yeah. I was going to say, it's almost like she did. She liked him, was afraid he wasn't going to hang out with her anymore. So she decided to make up a story to try to gain his sympathy to make him want to stay. Or is she that desperate not to be alone? Well, yeah, I guess that would be kind of the same thing. Like she, well, yeah, I mean, it could be that too. I don't know. It's very strange. I yeah. I mean, would she do this to somebody else? Oh, I guarantee she would do it to somebody else. If oh, she yeah. liked them and she yeah, wanted them to heartbeat. stay, she'll lie to make this, stuff up. This actually happened to a friend of mine um, where he, 
you know, was dating this girl and she got like brain cancer and did the whole thing, said she was going to chemo, all this other stuff. But then it was like kind of weird because there were no changes. There was no hair loss. There was no anything like that. And after a while, it was kind of weird. But um, my heart went out to him. I mean, because he like 24-7 took care of her, brought her in, just it's like a scam of some sort. And I think it's the worst thing you could do to somebody. First of all, faking a terrible disease that really hurts people. And second of all, um, the impact that it has on them again, I hate to say it, but again, it goes back to it traumatized people and then becomes a distrust. So now my friend who's a male is going to go into different relationships with a different perspective, which is sad because somebody just decided to screw with his life like that. I yeah, just think because it's sad. you're basing that, that's the one thing I tried to do because I used to do that with guys because the one guy that I was totally in love with I dated him for like three years cheated on me multiple times so I always thought everybody was cheating on me because he did it and I just assumed that everybody else was going to do it and it created trust issues in so many relationships and I lost some good relationships because of that um, so you have to do try to balance it and it's difficult it really is uh, but it's it's something that you will learn eventually and look at that we already went through the first part of the show come back for the second part and let's see what other crazy stuff we can find Get smoked by J-Pound. Before you rush, you need a flush. What? What I mean is, before you start your normal daily routine, wake up to a tall drink of water. That first glass will help flush out whatever toxins that settled in overnight and wakes up your organs. It's also better than a cup of coffee to shake off grogginess and get you energized right off the bat. Help kick your metabolism into gear and start the day hydrated. And while we're on the subject, starting the day with a glass of water also helps you feel full so you won't rush to the donuts as soon as you step inside the office. Stay hydrated, stay healthy, and remember, there can't be smoke without fire. So let's light it up. Go to Smoke Show Fitness on Facebook or contact Smoke Show Fitness for personalized nutrition and fitness coaching. 405-240-1807. In November 2019, I adopted Stella, my little breadstick. She was getting her groove back after going through several adoption homes where she was unable to be cared for. You could tell that she did not trust anyone and that's why she would hide behind my couch. She would not come when she was called. And well, there was also the don't raise your voice because she started shaking like a leaf. Uh, my vet had indicated that that was a sign of abuse. Also backed up by the fact that some of her teeth were broken down below the gum lines. But after a lot of nurturing, a lot of love, and a lot of care, she became another wonderful little cuddle buddy and you can get your cuddle buddy too by adopting a dog. If you cannot adopt, please donate to a rescue in your area and use the hashtag Dammit.
I was always disappointed in the morning. I was unfulfilled and wanting more. Then I flicked my bean. Now I enjoy every single morning with American Pride Roasters coffee. The flavor will make your taste buds climax. I mean, you won't be able to flick your bean fast enough. So join me, flick your bean, and try American Pride Roasters coffee at AmericanPrideRoasters.com. Welcome back to the second half of Damn It with me, Beaver. I want you to go to mojo50.com and click that shop button. You can get some awesome apparel. You can get the Spend a Little, Save a Lot Home Improvement Book. And you can also get the CBD, KBMD CBD oil. I actually am using it right now because my knee's been bothering me since I tripped and kind of twisted something there. Seems to be helping me out. And if you want to get a discount on the KBMD CBD oil, use the promo code MOJO50 to save $15. If you decide that you need to order more than one bottle, you'll need to do multiple checkouts and uh, to get that discount. But you can check out their other shirts. You know, conspiracy theories are just spoiler alerts, make Orwell fiction again, and so many other things. You can also click the donate button where you can make a one-time donation or make a recurring donation because everything you donate to those platforms helps us all to hashtag live free. So I am back with Chris, Rusty, uh, Casey, and Jen. And uh, this one will be interesting. You guys all have kids. And say you borrowed money to get season tickets, something that you wanted, season tickets, and you've been putting the money away because you need to pay the person back and you come home because you finally saved it all up. You go in the envelope to get the money so you can go pay the person who loaned you the money and you can't find it anywhere. You look everywhere in the house. You're checking drawers, uh, turning over couch cushions, everywhere. You cannot find it. And eventually, you don't know what happened, and you go to your paper shredder for something, and you realize your toddler literally shredded $1,000 in that shredder. Oh, no. Your child is two years old. Oh, how fast do you put him up for adoption? Uh, eBay right now. eBay for $1,000. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's not the toddler's fault. Right. It is not. No. I am wondering how long that child was unattended that they were able to get $1,060. It was $1,060. Run it through the paper shredder without anybody taking notice. Well, it was all. in an envelope, and they were just uh, mimicking what mama and daddy do, you know, mm-hmm. putting stuff in there and getting rid of it. But here's the thing. All isn't, well, I guess it depends on what kind of shredder it was. If it's just the single strand, you put it through and it's in strands, you can painfully dig it out, 
put it all back together, and as long as the serial numbers match on each one of them, you can tape them back together, take them to the bank, and they will exchange it. Um, here's my thing. Anytime I'm not using my shredder, and I have a shredder right next to my desk, it is unplugged at all times. Only when I use it is it plugged in, period. Mm -hmm. So, hello. You shouldn't have a shredder plugged in around toddlers anyway. Yeah, I don't know exactly. how big their fingers are, but I don't know how big the thing is. But some of them you can shred like up to 50, 50 pages at a time. So I think the kid could get their fingers in there, right? Yeah. yeah. Fingers uh, I, or diaper, shirt. If they were leaning over it and their shirt got caught in, it would mm -hmm. pull it in. No, it's dangerous. That's that's safety 101, people. Come on now. Yeah, yeah that definitely a, a potential horror show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And where just, in the heck were they saving? Where where were they securing, air quotes here, securing this $1,000 that the two-year-old was able to get to it and then also get it to the shredder and be able to shred it all mm -hmm. before somebody shows up and finds out? Oh, it was in a drawer. So, I mean, oh. it wasn't very secure at all. Lord. Probably a drawer. Obviously, a, obviously a low-hanging drawer. <laughs> 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 but, you know this is right up there with and it and it's happened thousands of times uh toddlers wanting to help mama and daddy by putting the garden hose in the gas tank and filling it up oh yes. oh i've never heard of that before but, wow uh, i've seen yeah i've seen it uh, i've yep. known some people that it's happened to yeah you know the kids are outside playing you can't watch them every second whatever um yep. and you know, stick an old garden hose in there and easy to happen easy to do that's oh, yeah. the closest thing they have the ability to do yep. to to mimic the parents yeah uh, well my I mean, youngest got, my youngest got alexa kicked out of the house now you wonder how that might have happened well she's she was a little too smart for her own good when she was about uh four or five and she decided that she wanted a pool um, a flip a zoo, which is a, a stuffed animal, uh, and some chocolate. Well, she asked Alexa to order said items, and luckily, I was I was able to intercept everything except the case of chocolate and the stuffed animal. And luckily, it was it was close to it was close to Halloween, so you know I didn't have to send the chocolate back. She had to pay for the stuffed animal. And Alexa went bye bye. Uh, no doubt. Oh <laughs> my gosh, say, that's a funny story. That's a great uh, story, Casey. I don't it, yeah. think the chocolate would have to go back, regardless of what time of year it is. I mean, <laughs> or the stuffed animal for that matter. Really? I mean, I got drunk in the beginning of COVID and apparently ordered like $80 worth of junk food and had it sent here to the house. <laughs> I remember that. Hey, well, you gotta have it. Got, you gotta have it. I got this huge box and I'm like, what is this? I don't remember ordering anything. And I opened it up and it's a box of like 48 different little snack packs of all these different like chips and pretzels. <laughs> <laughs> and then nice. I got like four bags of different kinds of chocolate with caramel and everything in it. Yeah. So don't. But it didn't go to waste, right? So of course not. Hello. I ate it, which is why I gained like so much weight during COVID because I kept getting drunk and ordering myself shit to eat. Oh, honey, so, we, all, we all did that from, from the parental perspective and and uh, lately especially lately i've been trying to rein it in a bit but 
it, it seems like I just have this, uh, my, my uh, mental images that go through my head are all worst case scenarios. All right, there's this scenario that's going on. What's the worst thing that could happen here? And let's try to prevent that from happening to protect the kids. And I, I can't help it. It's a reflex. My wife, you know, does the same thing. I, I got to let my kids be able to make their own mistakes and things like that. But yeah, I'm not going to let that kind of mistake shredding a thousand dollars happen. That's just stupid. If I even had a thousand dollars in cash, hypothetically, I would probably keep <laughs> it in a safe where it is safe. Just right. or, or hide it somewhere they cannot get to. Right. Like a higher shelf or a safe. So if it's a two-year-old, you could put it on a counter and it would be fine. They can't reach it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but apparently I am going to these say, people don't have high places like that. Mari Povich knows that that's a lie because my niece was two and she's super short. And she pushed a kitchen chair over to the kitchen counter so she could climb onto said counter to get a snack out of the cabinet that she could not reach. <laughs> yeah, kids are smart. Yes. Kids yeah. are smart. If they I want mean, I something, say, they will well, work for it. My my son and my daughter, my, my son, uh, the difference, just a quick story, is, um, you know, you tell him, no, don't do that. And he listened. My daughter, not so much. So one day... I, I, they were playing in the room and I had a little gate up and everything was child protected. So everything was good. And they were playing in there and I came in to check on them. Uh, just maybe five minutes. I went to check on them and it was snowing in my daughter's room because what she did is, and she was much younger than uh, my son, two, two years. She, she climbed up her uh, diaper changing station up onto the dresser at the top of the dresser, which is very tall. Let's say at least five feet. Oh my gosh. Grabbed the baby powder where I kept the baby powder and was squeezing it because oh, it no. made it snow. <laughs> and the reason is my son's like, it's snowing, it's snowing. And I went in there. Oh my God. I had to capture those two, get them out of there. I'm like holding my breath. It was white everywhere. <laughs> oh my God. Oh wow. Um, yeah, sometimes you just got to let them learn a lesson. Like, you know, I seen my son. He was playing with a, a butter knife. He was over by the wall socket. You could <laughs> keep clicking in his head. Hey, I'm going to put this in there. And and uh, his mom was like, uh, oh, my God, he's going to do that. And I said, wait, wait. Takes a learn a valuable lesson. Pow. I said, hurts like hell, don't it, son? <laughs> did not let him I'm do kidding. that i'm kidding i'm kidding that's fantastic rusty that would have been a fantastic story just like wait wait okay how'd that feel okay good <laughs> i figure if yeah, we can avoid the if we can avoid the er or the plastic surgeon right you know we're good you're successful those parents good. you're successful parents yeah. <laughs> no doubt, no uh, doubt. my brother was about two three years old at the time i was barely crawling so what would that make me like eight nine months something three like four that years sure. old, something sure. like that stop it i wasn't that far behind the curve uh he decided to my mom used to get these huge things of tide powdered laundry detergent and uh, he decided to scoop it and dump it into the toilet and flush it repeatedly. And he just oh, kept no. dumping it into the toilet and flushing it. <laughs> and there were all these bubbles all over the floor. I obviously don't remember this. I was super little. But he kept trying to tell my mom that I was doing it and it wasn't him. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, 
crazy things happen. And like, like we've all talked about before, kids don't come with instruction books. We learn, we, we learn safety things. We do the best we can, but they're still going to be them, which is their little tiny personalities coming out and they do crazy things, but good grief. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I mean, like Rusty said, just, just uh, paper goes into a shredder, right? So the kid wasn't wrong. Right. Paper went into a shredder. It is paper. It's just the wrong paper. <laughs> the special kind of paper. Listen, yeah, it is. He it's the parents' fault for getting them, uh, making it available to put themselves in that situation. Right. Yep. Oh, no, absolutely. That, and that and unattended, like unattended yep. long enough that he could shred that much. And you know what I mean? Uh, definitely. Yeah. Uh, like I said, keep it unplugged, people. And well, if you remove the lid, even if they can find to plug it in, if you have the lid just a little askew, it will not work. So there's well, different ways to take care of that. Beaver, it, it wouldn't take him that long if he was keeping it in, in an envelope and it was all in an envelope and he just stuck the whole envelope. It took like two seconds. Oh, I guess gone. that's true. Because yeah. depending on how much, it, how thick it was or what the denominations are were or whatever, it might not have taken as long. You're right. Right. But Ugh, there are hurts. paper shredders that take different like uh, thicknesses. Like some only yeah. take eight. Yeah. Thicknesses, eight pages at a time, 10, mm-hmm. 50, you know. Depends on their shredder. That, anyway, that hurts. Sorry about that. Go ahead. I have a pain above my right eye or something because I had to say Rusty was right. Ugh. It hurts. Ugh. It hurts. Do you have a twitch? Do you have a twitch? I have a twitch. You said that a few times today. I know. It's horrible. <laughs> what is wrong with me? I mean, I need, I need help. All right, we're gonna move on to the next one. So this is a high school, and there's a guy. His name is Kevin, but we're gonna call him Rusty, and. <laughs> Poor Rusty. I'm always picking on him. He was trying to argue with a girl, uh, saying that the His way first mistake. the way <laughs> I know we're always right, and in this case we were. He was trying to argue with a girl, saying that the only way to prevent STDs is by having sex. Oh wow! It is oh. rusty. <laughs> wow. <laughs> he was so adamant that he was right that he bet her fifty dollars. Guess who lost? The girl when she got an STD. No, <laughs> because the argument actually ended up becoming loud enough that a crowd started forming. And when he finally looked up from the girl and saw all the crowd looking at him like, dude, you're so wrong, he ended up having to pay up. I think Rusty, I mean, Kevin, just really wanted to sleep with the girl and he just was trying to convince her that it was okay because if they had sex, she wouldn't get the STD. So you're thinking it was a very bad pickup line? Yes. Yeah, yeah, okay, I could see that. I mean, boys will do anything for a little. I don't condone it, but I certainly understand it. (laughs) Right? (laughs) There it is. (laughs) And I suppose there are people out there dumb enough to believe him as well. I bet you there were people stupid enough to believe. You'd be surprised. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So here is a controversial story that we're going to get into. But before we do that... I want you to go to preparewithmojo50.com. We all know that there is a lot of stuff going on in this world today, and we all need to have a food supply. So unless you have a garden and you're preparing it, or you're just trying to buy a little extra at the store all the time, that's only going to last so long. The good thing about the food from my Patriot Supply, 
it lasts for 25 years. It comes in waterproof containers and it's freeze dried. So you can just buy it, put it in storage and forget about it for 25 years if you want or open it up when you have an emergency. So go to preparewithmojo50.com and get your food, get it in storage and make sure that your family is prepared for the unexpected. So this is going a little bit more serious now. Okay, I know I said we wouldn't try to do too many serious things, but I saw this article. Now, this was not on Reddit. This is something that was just an interesting article I found, and I thought we could talk about this because we do have parents in the room. There is a man who is from Alaska, and he is actually known as the Alaskan Avenger. His name is, oh, shoot, I just lost it. Jason Vukovic. Uh, What happened to him is that he was actually sexually molested as a child. And when he got older, he decided that he was going to start hunting down people on Megan's list and taking them out. Um, Good uh, idea. Number one, I feel like (laughs) it's a little excessive to uh, (laughs) start going after these people. But I understand wanting to have the revenge and trying to stop people from going through what you experienced as a child. What do we all say? Because you guys all, I don't have children, but I know you guys all do. Like, um, so what, what is this? Megan's list? Uh, yes. So isn't it Megan's list that is the database for child molesters is that their child predator okay i got you okay all right so that is what we have a justice system for right and if you start taking if it's if it's okay if it's if it's condoned by a million people it's still wrong however uh i mean so then who's to say why can't you move on to something else uh drunk drivers a drunk driver killed my family, so now I need to go out and kill his or kill him right? and his family. I mean, where does it stop? So that is what our justice system is for. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you, yourself, you know, while it may feel good, you have to, you then have to think, you know, that it, so it doesn't stop there. It can, it, you can justify, if you can justify it for that, you can justify it for anything. You're one eye for an eye leaves the whole world blind, no matter how much you want to do it. Right. I, yep. I like that, Casey. Very good. Casey Thank is you. super smart. That's why she's you here. Know, the, I, I, I thought this is what Chris <laughs> Hansen was for on Dateline, right? To catch yeah. a predator. Mm-hmm. Goes oh, after yeah. and catches these guys and puts them all over TV and yeah. get them arrested. Yep. Not you know, oh, here's a shopping list. Go take them out. Right. That that just seems really uh, excessive. I think, I think some people feel like the people who get prosecuted don't actually get the terms that they should. And that's something that you have to take up with your legislator to make stricter laws. Uh, you have to get them to, if you feel like people who are committing pedophilia or whatever it is that they're doing, If you are not happy with the punishment, then you need to figure out how to get stricter, stricter penalties for those crimes. Um, 
I read so many people that were posting on this article or like, yes, do it. I'm so glad you're doing this. But I'm going to tell you that I know someone uh, who got put on this list because they got drunk in a park and they really weren't doing anything to children, but they got put on this list because they were like, I remember what it was. Uh, it was so many years ago. And it wasn't, it's okay, a broad, I should it's say a broad that spectrum. I know the person. It was somebody that I know knew this person. Um, like I, I didn't know them. I met them like once or twice, but they were like, I guess they got really drunk and like passed out in the park with their pants down or something. So they didn't touch children, but they still got put on the list for it. Yeah. So it's a, it's a broad spectrum. And it, and that's a, that's a hard one because like you said, there's some people, it's something very simplistic. I, I hate to say the word simplistic, but it is something that wasn't doing any harm. They didn't mean any harm. Um, whether, um, intoxicated or not, because I don't think that you can use that as, as an excuse, but mm-hmm. it's a broad spectrum. And once you're on that list, you're on it for life. And it, and that's, it's difficult. It, it changes your life. I don't think you, you are on it for life. You. And I'll tell you why. And you have people after. Because there was somebody that lives a couple houses down from me that was on it. And I just looked at it the other day. And he's not on it anymore. So I wonder if it depends on the severity of the crime. That is possible. I, I don't know the whole thing behind it, but... I saw this guy was hanging out at somebody's house that just moved in the neighborhood and they have children. And I'm like, Ooh, he needs to not be there. So I was just going to print it and stick it on their door. Uh, just be like, Hey, just so you know, this guy is on Megan's list and he's not, he's not listed anymore. I was surprised. I could not believe that he wasn't on there anymore. Can you petition the courts to get yourself off? Wait. Yeah, that's, that's what un- I mean. I don't know if it's like there's severity uh, of a um, crime or whatever. That was inappropriate, Casey. I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, go ahead. <clears throat> Just something to think about. I'd have to look into the Megan's list and see if you can get on there. But yeah, it's just. Yeah, we have a justice system. We don't have a vengeance system in place. Yeah. Right. And yeah. Um, and that's what I was going to say. You got to be careful with. Um, what is it? Uh, God, I just had the word. Uh, it starts with the V. Um, Vendetta? No, vigilante. Oh, vigilante. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like you can't, you can't do that. I mean, so somebody kills your kids or a, a kid, which is horrible. You just can't go around and kill all murderers because innocent prove until proven guilty, honestly, because there's a lot of people that have been convicted that are innocent and didn't have anything to do with it. And like um, Beaver was saying, uh, her friend didn't do anything towards somebody yet. You know, they're kind of screwed, right? So there are innocent people. And there's a lot of people, you know, back when I was a kid, a lot younger, whatever, 18, 18, and I had a 16-year-old girlfriend. Well, you can't do that now. No. And, yeah, and how much different is an 18 and a 16-year-old? Not very. I mean, Two years by my count. Are you sure? Anyway, <laughs> but, you know, so, you know. I. 
you know, I know when you're what you're saying about the age difference and stuff and how people will misconstrue things. And I know this is a movie, but uh, there was a movie with uh, Matthew McConaughey where they were trying to it was something with the court and he was trying to dispel the witness or whatever the word is I'm looking for. And the guy's like, well, if you, did you know, if you want to know the truth about this, he was 19 and she was 17 and they're married and they were married for 25 years before she passed away or whatever. So to say that she, he was attacking younger women, it was just the matter of the two years of age or whatever. I don't remember what movie that was. Um, I think it was where he was defending Samuel L. Jackson but that is true. I mean, I know it's a movie and stuff, but it was just an example that I had. Uh, there are things that we might not know the whole truth about because it depends on how the stories are spun. Uh, so that's just where we're going to go with that. Uh, does anybody have any other stories that they'd like to share about something weird that has happened to them? If I would have known about it, I'd have had time to think about it. But well, I mean, Rusty's in Alabama, so he's always got weird stories, right? Alabama? Alabama. <laughs> well, I have one. I have one more. I have one more, and it should be a quick one, but it's actually kind of, again, Psycho X. Uh, this guy posted, my ex-girlfriend tried to hit me with her car. She chased me down an alley that was enclosed in a high fence on one side and condos on the other. She proceeded to call me the next day at work and tell me that I look like a sexy cheetah running away from her car. Mm. Um, so okay. I'm just going to drive a car around and <laughs> chase people uh, down. Was it a, was it a car or a, or a truck? It just has a car. Okay. Well, I was wondering if that was maybe her pickup line. Oh, oh ding, ding. God. wow nice wow <laughs> my bell is limp like that joke uh, oh my uh, god i don't i don't know if she's gonna run you down with a vehicle she may not be a keeper i mean this just sounds like one of those you know deer penthouse uh, it's i i you know Oh, Mr. Cynical, what happened to you in your life that you cannot believe something that somebody posted on the internet is being true? I don't know. It's just, it's just not, I mean. No, I know. We don't know if these are true. And it doesn't matter if it's true. Just, it's funny. It's stupid funny. Right. Sometimes. Sometimes it's stupid, like serious and conjures up this kind of conversation right the point um, is whether it's true or not do you want to be known for being putting out a negative disgusting story like some of the stories do you want to be known for that so 15 minutes of fame is that what you want to be known for though not me no yeah, thanks. but this is all anonymous posting stuff so it, it's yeah nobody knows who yeah. you are on the internet unless you're famous and then even then you know you only ever know of somebody what they show you Okay, so then what's the point um, of it? If you're not even getting your 15 minutes of fame, what's the point? I don't know. Exactly. It's just, uh, but if that were to be your name on that, I wouldn't want my name attached to, like, for example, the guy who leaves his wife and his daughter because they uh, one could be cancer, one is cancer. I wouldn't want to be associated with that. So I'd be like, yeah, that's embarrassing. Yeah. I would never put that crap out there. Uh-uh. 
Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of cancer, and we talked about cancer oh, yes. last hour, um, I want to send people over on Facebook, uh, Cancer Care Bags by Shelly. And that's spelled with the E-Y on the end. Um, she uh, she makes cancer care bags for people that's fixing to go through uh, chemo and, and uh, just has all kinds of things. And it's based on stuff that they like. Uh, just go check her page out. Read her story. Uh, I know her personally. She is now a 501c3. She's been doing this for a year and trying to figure out how to get 501c3 status. She's finally got it. So, you know, you can do taxable donate, whatever, a non-taxable, whatever the heck it's called, donations. Yeah. uh, uh, Yeah, it's a good cause. Um, You can read the testimonies that are there. Mm -hmm. Uh, People getting it, 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 it's really helping them and, you know, making them feel like somebody cares. Cancer Care Bags by Shelly over on Facebook. Go check her out. Yes. And I'll put the information on social media so you can follow me. At Damn It Beaver on Twitter, Damn It With Beaver on Facebook and Instagram, and Damn It With Beaver on MeWe. And don't forget, as you enter the week, don't let the world get you down. You just say, Damn It, and you move on. Beaver and Rusty and Chris and Casey and SoCal are out of here. Ciao. Thank you. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.